So we want to talk about this. You see the title there. I wasn't sure what to call it, but I, I just called it The Deep. The Deep. And we're, we're going to get into that and explain that. I think I, I messaged uh, Michelle probably three weeks ago that uh, at, at some point God's going to release this message. And, and we have got to sing Psalms 42 and get that out. And there's, there are so many psalms. They call them psalms of lament or psalms of complaint. And, and by complaint, we don't mean that in a negative way. It's just there are times when we, when we complain, <laughs> but, but not in a negative way. In other words, we just pour out our trouble to the Lord. We just tell the Lord how we feel. There's nothing wrong with that. There's, you know, that's not questioning or doubting God necessarily. It's, it's simply, God, I'm hurting. I'm hurting. Here's my situation. Here's what's coming against me. And the Lord, this is going to be a different kind of message, and it's going to be, I'm already having a hard time because I've been living with it for three months. But this, this psalm talks about and talks to people that have been hurting, people in agony, mourning, people that are being oppressed, people that are hurting. And it's not just people that are hurting right now, so don't, don't, don't be quick. To, you know, sometimes the enemy's quick to tune you out so you don't, you don't get the word. But we've all been here. So I'm also talking to people who, who are still, there's still pain from the past. How many know what I'm talking about? And, and if there's still, listen, we're, we're, and I'm not talking about, just, you know, sad memories from back there. We all, we all remember what we went through, and when we think about it, we may get sad and we reflect on it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about unresolved pain. I'm, I'm talking about hurts that are still there, that are still lingering, that, that are what, what we would call what? Open wounds, where things from your past that are still bleeding, mm-hmm. things that could possibly get infected, See, if you don't get healing from your past, and you don't get healing from the pain, the enemy uses that. He infects that. And he makes, the, he makes whatever wound there was worse. I don't know how many times I've counseled with people, and, and in my mind, I'm thinking, in my mind, I'm thinking, this really isn't that bad. We, we, could, we could handle this. But they have blown it up in their mind. It got infected. And it got blown up, and it's worse now than it ever was. So, and and then, then there are some people, you don't know it yet, but you may be hurting tomorrow. We don't know what the future holds. We're not exempt from pain. We're not exempt from hurt. We're not exempt from attack. We're not exempt from the wiles of the enemy. Wow. This, this psalm is written by the sons of Korah. It's one of the groups of, of psalmists under David that, that sang 24-7 uh, in the, in, under the tent. Can you imagine just praise and worship going on for like, like 40 years or whatever it was. I forget how long it was, many years. And, and they would just 
24-7, there would be constant worship and prophesying and, and praising. Amen. And, and so somebody composed this psalm. And, I, you know, sometimes they would get to that place, maybe in a national tragedy or something. But, but, and there's other psalms like it. In fact, Psalms 43, sometimes uh, in, the, in the old Hebrew Bible, sometimes the two, cha- the two psalms are actually one psalm. They just go together. But, but this is just an example, and it's the one God brought me to. Let's, let's read the first three verses, and, and it's familiar to her because uh, we preached it so many times. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? When do I get my audience? My tears have been my food day and night while they, can, while they how, many, how many got a they in your life? While they continually say to me, where is your God? You've been bragging on him, now where is he? You've been strutting around the office. You've been talking. You've been strutting around the factory. I'm a Christian. God's been good to me. Woo! And then they see you go through loss and hurt and pain, and they're like, where is their God now? Well, we're going to answer that question before the day's over. Hallelujah to the Lord. Hallelujah to the Lord. I, I like verses 9 and 10 talk about this. He says, I, I will say to, to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me, forsaken me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a breaking of my bones, my enemies reproach me while they say to me all day long, where is your God? You know, it's bad enough to go through stuff without people, Job's comforters, coming along and adding insult to injury and saying, well, where is this God that you testified about? Where is this God that you said was so good? Well, you know, when I was down and out, you talked about how great God is. Now, now, now where is and, and listen, it's bad enough what you're going through, and you're wondering where God is, and the enemy knows how to pile on and say, yeah, Where is your God? Here's how he feels. Here's how he feels. He says, I feel like a deer panting after the waters. Now, you got to get this because it's not talking about just a thirsty deer. It's talking about a deer in the wild, in the wilderness, that's being chased that's being pursued, and he's running for his life. He has given out everything he can give out. Oh, Lord, help me to preach this. He's given everything out that he can give out, and he's, and he's exhausted. He's got to have water. I don't know if any of us ever been to the, you can go without water for three days. Nobody's probably in this room has ever gone anywhere near that. You don't know what it feels like to go without water. To be to the point of total exhaustion and, 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 and total dehydration. And I, and I must have some. About the closest any of us got is an old western. Some guy walking on, water, water. 
and his lips are all cracked, and he, oh, he looks horrible. And, and what, what do they always say? Don't drink too much. You know, just... Listen, you know where we're at? Food and drink are not what food and drink meant to people back then. Today, food and drink are simply entertainment. Food and drink is entertainment. If, if, if someone cooks us a meal or we go to a restaurant, it's not quite like Mama May or what? We like push the plate back. We're fussy, picky eaters. You wouldn't be picky if you were hungry. Oh, come on, church. I'm, I hate broccoli, but I'm going to eat it anyway. I'm starving. Woo! Glory to God. Actually, I like broccoli. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is a deer who's near death, and he's still being pursued. He doesn't have the leisure to get his GPS out and say, where's water? The deer, is, uh, the deer is being pursued. His life is near an end. He said, I'm panting. He's like, <sighs> not only can he doesn't know where the water is. Where's the water? I've got to have it. I'm near death. If I slow, listen, if I slow down, the wolf will catch me. I've got to keep running, but I can't run. I have to keep going, but I don't feel like I can. Am I talking to anybody? Has anybody ever been there? He's panting. He's near death. He's not just thirsty. My God. Listen, his life depends on the water. He isn't looking for dessert. He's in a desert. (laughs) Do you got me? And then, where's my God? In other words, where's the water? Where's the relief? Am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? I, I don't know if you've been, maybe you haven't been saved long enough to get to that point where you wonder if you can even make it. Oh, some of you won't confess it. Oh, I'm super Christian. Yeah, we see the big S. Probably stands for stupid. Because you hadn't been around long enough. You, you don't know what it is to be on the brink. Oh, hallelujah. In the message in Psalms 42 and 2, let's re- go to the message. Just for, he said, I'm thirsty for God alive. I'm thirsty for God alive. I wonder, will I ever make it? Arrive and drink in God's presence. Verse 5, watch this. When I remember, say remember. When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude. I remember when church was fun. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise with a multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. Ah, yeah, I remember that. Why are you cast down, oh, my soul? Do you ever talk to yourself? Why are you cast down? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him 
for the help of his countenance. Say it with me. For I will yet praise him. Say it with me. For I will yet praise him. Oh, I feel the Lord in the house. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, from the heights of Hermon, from the hill Mizar. Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. Now, we've got to peel this onion a little bit. I love this verse because we talk deep calls unto deep. I've heard other songs talk about it, and we, and we think this is a very positive thing. In other words, the deep things of God, uh, you know, attach it. When you go deep in God, then you'll catch the deep in God. And, and, and that's fine. That's, a, that's an explanation that you can use that scripture to talk the, the deep things of God. Or maybe, you know, when you're in deep, aren't you glad for the deep things of God? There's a lot of ways of talking about this, but let, let's talk about what the author of this psalm is really talking about. He said, my soul is cast down within me, so I'm going to remember. I, I can't see anything to help me now, so let me go back in my memory. Now, remember, he's thirsty. But when he goes in, have you ever tried to get into your mind and you try to remember and you try to think straight and the more you try to think straight, the more confused you get. And you're laying in bed at night and you can't sleep because you keep, re you keep going through the same loop. Come on. Some of you were there last night. And you just, you just, you can't, you can't, you just can't, you say, man, I've been through, I've been around this mountain 10 times and I haven't solved my problem. And I just keep going. And, and so he begins to think about the Jordan. And, and, but instead of thinking about the Jordan just east of Jerusalem where it's calm, and, and, and I've been there. I've been east of Jerusalem at the Jordan. And by the way, it's not a very big river. Kind of reminds me of the Mohican, if even that I don't think it's even that big. And, and it's just, it just you're barely moving, and it's just calm, and you just go in, and they baptize people. And, you know, that's, that's the kind of blessing I want. Just, whoo, this is nice. But he said, every time I try to think about the water that I need, it, it takes me back to the heights of Hermon. What's the height? That's where the Jordan begins. That's way up north coming out of the mountains. And the Jordan up there is very different from the Jordan east of Jerusalem. The Jordan up there is going through rocks. It's, 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 it's white water. It's, it's tough. I mean, you can't, it, you can't cross it. it. There's no crossing. It's violent. It's, it's, it's waterfalls, constant waterfalls and, and white water rapids going through. I mean, it's, 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 it's you know, a horrible place. It's a hard place. And he says, deep calls to deep. And, what, and, 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 and he says, at the noise of your waterfall, it's noisy. You can't hardly think. And he says, that's, that, you know, he's trying to get Psalms 23 in his voice. Psalms 23, Psalms 23. He leads me beside still water. <laughs> Have you ever been to the ocean and you get out about waist deep and you're just kind of letting the waves and all of a sudden a wave knocks you down? Oh, some of you have been there. And, and you, you turn your back to it and you try to get up and just about the time you're halfway up. <laughs> And then you try to get up, pretty soon you're just rolling. 
I, I remember once, uh, uh, you'd know her if I said who it was, but she, she got into one of those. She couldn't get up. And I went out and I said, give her a hand. We're both just tumbling over. It was, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a place where you can't get your footing. And, and just when you think you're up, you're down. And, 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 and the rocks and the waterfalls. And, and it's, 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 it's a chaotic place. It's not the Psalms 23. It's not the still waters. He, isn't it funny that the psalm starts out, I need water, and in the middle of it, it's like, I got too much. Said, God, give me water, and the devil's like, here you go. And it's nothing but chaos. Deep calleth unto deep is really at its base meaning going back to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2. Y'all know the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the earth. Chaos. Chaos. The deep darkness was on the face of the deep. But listen, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Ah, there! I just about got you depressed, but I'm going to get you out of it. There's, 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 there's the deep and, and there's chaos. And, but, but notice God made that. It's not where it's supposed to be, but God did make that. And even in the darkness, even in the void, even in the face of the deep, the Spirit of God is hovering, hovering over the chaos. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you've been through. don't know what you will go through, but in the I'm here to guarantee you. I want you to get this in your, maybe take this message home somehow and play it later when you need it. But I'm here to remind you that even in the chaos, the Spirit of the Lord is hovering. Hovering. Hovering above the chaos. Hovering above the waterfalls. He says the waterfalls are hitting me, the waves, the breakers. But but you, you gotta you gotta listen to this. It says, it says in there, it's his waterfall. It's his breakers. It's his deep. You know what that tells me? Some people say, well, that's a mean God. Why would God? I didn't say God sent it. I said it was his. I didn't say God sent it. I said God's in charge of it. I said if God made it, then it's all going to work out okay. The spirit of the living God is hovering over your chaos, and your pain is going to be healed. Oh, God, help us this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I think Jonah got the message in Jonah chapter 2. Jonah knows exactly what the author is talking about. He said, God, you threw me into ocean's depths. Never mind it was your fault, Jonah. We disobey God and then we're like, God, why do you? Yeah, well, you, you threw me into ocean's depths, into a watery grave. Yeah, being swallowed by a whale, that's pretty close. With ocean waves, ocean breakers. Crashing over me. I said, I've been thrown away. Oh, God. I've been thrown out of your sight. I'll never again lay eyes on your holy temple. I feel like I'll never feel your presence again. Where are you? 
Where are you? Oh, my God, he's here. Is there another verse? Ocean gripped me by the throat. The ancient abyss, the deep, grabbed me and held me tight. My head was all tangled in seaweed. That's why Nineveh repented, because when he came out of the fish, his head was full of seaweed. He goes, repent, yes. Look like the monster from the deep lagoon. Listen, at the bottom of the sea where the mountains take root, I was as far down as a body can go, and the gates were slamming shut behind me forever. Yet you pulled me up from that grave alive. Oh, God, my Lord. But watch this. Oh, I feel the Lord. When my life was slipping away, I... Say it again. I remembered God. And my prayer got through to you made it all the way to your holy. I like in the King James it says, I turn myself toward your holy temple. The Jews always turn themselves toward the temple. I got a question for you. If you're in the ocean... In the belly of a whale that's swimming all over the place, up, down, right. How do you know where Jerusalem is? Sometimes you're, you're hurting. So you, I don't know where he is. I don't know how to get through this. This is tough. I, I, where's God? I don't have an answer. You're, you're, you're just, where's Jerusalem? Where's the church? Where, where, where's the prayer I need in this hour? I don't know if I can get through this. But listen, I don't know how Jonah did it. I, here's, what, here's the only thing I can figure out. That Jonah had GPS, God positioning spirit. And that Holy Ghost GPS said, Jonah, you're, you're all over the place, but Jerusalem's right there. Woo, glory to God. He couldn't see it. He didn't know where it was. He didn't have a compass, but there was something in him that oriented like a, like a compass going north. It's something within him oriented himself to God. I'm here to encourage you. No matter how far you think he is, even if you don't know where he is, there is something in you that will always go north. Oh, my God, he's in this place. Am I, am I helping anybody? Verse 8, verse 8, verse 8 from Psalms 42. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me, a prayer to the God of my life. Verse 11, why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God. For I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Oh, he's in this house. 
the deep, the chaos. Mm. That's why, that's why Jesus was asleep in the back of the boat. That's why he's asleep in the back of the boat. He created the chaos. He knows all about the chaos. The chaos isn't going to take him down. He's sleeping. God, they wake him up and he rebukes the storm. Ah, he's, he can rebuke the chaos. He can rebuke the angry waves. He's in charge of your life. Then we see him walking on the water. I like, someone, said, someone once said, one of my old teachers back, he, he, he said, the God of the Old Testament is, is, is Lord of the oceans. And the, but he had a son who walked on the water. Whew, glory to God. He walks on the water. Oh, but it doesn't end there because there's a point where he says, Peter, come on out and join me. So it's not just he's Lord of the water. You can walk. I said, you can walk on your storm. You can walk on the waters. Jesus, help us in this place. Would you stand with me quickly? Hallelujah. 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 Psalms 43, I told you it's connected to Psalms 42. He says, send your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your tabernacle. Then he says, then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy, and on the harp I will praise you, O God, my God. Then verse 5, why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. I will yet praise him. Don't feel it now, but I'll praise him. There's, an old, there's a song, not an old song, it's a fairly new song. It says, I'll, I'll, I'll praise him on the mountain, and I'll praise him when the mountain's in my way. Let me say that again because y'all didn't get it. I'll praise him on the mountain, and I'll praise him when the mountain's on my way. God in the shadows is no less God. David said, if I make my bed in hell... And that, that's not saying he backslid or anything. It just means there are times we feel like we're, we're sleeping in hell. We, we don't feel the presence. But he said to David, experience, and you know what? I've experienced this, that even when I've got to make my bed in the flames of hell, you're there with me. He created the chaos. He created the deep. He created the waterfalls. Oh, I know, you know, deep calls to deep. You know, you know what? You know what? The devil's kingdom. Watch this. Remember, remember Jesus said about the devil's kingdom. He said that, you know, a kingdom divided against itself can't stand. You know what he was saying? In the devil's kingdom, there's no disunity. We never read about any devil coming against the devil. There's complete unity in the dark kingdom. <laughs> they all have their order, Ephesians 6, right? There's order. There's unity. They all work together. 
so unlike the church. <laughs> Can you imagine what would happen if we started working? I mean, it's great now, but can you imagine if we had that kind of unity? <laughs> no devil ever criticizes another devil. They never work against each other. There's complete harmony, complete unity in the, in the satanic kingdom. But yet God will defeat them by the power of his word. <laughs> The prince of darkness, his goal is to bring darkness into our lives. His goal is to divide us. His goal is to set us against each other. His goal is to get our minds so messed up that we wonder where even God, where's my God, where's my God? I feel like I'm in the belly of the whale. I feel like I'm in the ocean deep. I don't know how to get out of this. But, ah, the devil is a liar, and God is still on the throne. I will yet praise him. I'll praise him on the mountain. And I'll praise him when the mountain's in my way. Father, in Jesus' name.